0: Hi there, and welcome to another Incredible Hulk podcast. Uh, This is Graham, standing in for our regular host, Frank. Joining me this evening is Sue and Alex. How are we doing, guys? Good. Good. And tonight, guys, we are tackling a death in the family. This is uh, technically episode two overall of the Incredible Hulk 2, the series after the events of the pilot uh, in the form of a two-part story which was originally syndicated in November 1977 in the guise of a two-hour movie entitled The Return of the Incredible Hulk. It was written by Kenneth Johnson and directed by, who was it, Sue? Alan Levy. Alan Levy, thank you for that, Sue. My mind is a blur, as always. You have your regular cast in this outing. Uh, Bill Bidsby, of course, as David Bruce Banner. You have the ever-delectable Jack Calvin as the notorious, well, not notorious, but ever-on-the-sleuth-case, you know, Jack McGee of the National Register. You have Wolf Regno as everyone's favourite green bear-wrestling Hulk. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, we'll get to that later on, but there was a part in this thing that was absolutely ridiculous, but I enjoyed it. Uh, And, of course, you have the guest cast for this outing. Uh, you, have, you have Laura Prince as
1: Disc- Julie Griffiths. Discount
0: uh, discount, uh, Linda Blair, actually. Not a joke. Dis- discount Linda Blair?
1: Yeah, she totally looks like Linda Blair. Yeah,
0: okay, well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> you have Laura Prince as Julie Griffiths. <clears throat> you have Dorothy Tristan as Margaret Griffiths. You have John McLean as Michael. Good old Michael, the hobo, who likes to live by himself and cook the chicken by an open fire. Great fella. <clears throat> you have Miles Winston as Sheriff Dobson. William Daniels as Dr. John Bentford. A.K.A. Kit. Yeah, Kit, indeed. Yes, yes. Yeah, the voice Kit. of Kit. The voice yes.
2: In the original
0: Knight Rider, yeah. And Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. But there you go, that's a. Uh, any for another year, yeah. So, they they also have the
2: guy that is the farmhand, the, the leader, is Major Dad Gerald Mc, McRaney. I think, McRaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. married to Delta Burke, another okay, another actor on CBS, anyway. Yep, that's so, yeah, in, that,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, that's in the future.
0: Yeah, so that that's the majority of your guest cast. The rest of them are just cameos and bit path players. So, we have be happy to over there. Yeah. So, an interesting one, uh, this story picks up. Uh, after the events obviously of the pilot um you know Jack McGee thinks that David and uh, his uh doctor I keep forgetting her name in the pilot but he's he's his assistant have perished in the, in the lab fire after the events of right. the, the previous movie yeah. uh he, he finds his, he hitchhikes his way across the coast of California uh where he encounters Julie who appears to be a young invalid girl mm-hmm. uh Needing the aid of crutches, while walking about our local orchard, or orchard rather, in a bid to, you know, visit the grave of our deceased father. Uh but as we are soon to discover, there's more to this story than meets the eye. Opening first, guys, what do you reckon?
2: Um, yeah, I mean it's not bad in a way for the. Uh, it might be the second or the third pilot technically, but it, you know, it was a good story. Um, it was interesting. You have a lot of cast. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the narration is actually longer. I don't even remember if they had the Don't Make Me Angry thing. I think they did. Uh, yeah, but they, it, they, had,
0: they, had, they had the green face thing this, yeah. uh, the first season. So, so yeah. yeah, so it was a little longer, a little bit more so, narration. <laughs> <laughs> this one, Minus Commercials, was roughly an hour and 35 minutes. So yeah. you, you, you had the commercials in there. That's your two-hour time slot. So... Um, that, well, yeah, it was in broken sense. into two parts, so. Yeah, yeah. But it was originally it was a two-hour movie. Uh, once once the series got syndicated, it broke into two parts. So what I did find interesting about this was the fact you had the, the, the sense of mind over matter or the sense of vulnerability when it came to, in a sense, both David and Julie. David, with his affliction, obviously, of trying to control the Hulk, and Julie's... Uh, Circumstances where she thinks she can no longer walk, due to the fact she was in a boat fire, which ended up killing her father. As we, as we soon, as we later on discover throughout this tale, that was not a an unfortunate accident. There is some shenanigans afoot. Someone's after some dingo dollars, and um, yeah, it is, it is a really a, a, a an acute case of the wicked stepmother and, and the dastardly doctor. So Sue, I'm the force for you on this one.
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, like you know, he's 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 walking along again, and he gets a hitch a ride hitchhiking and gets dropped off near this uh, near this house, and uh, and anyway, this house is uh, the,
0: the, the uh, Breakfast Estate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's and and it looks like um, what? Oh, I thought. Oh my gosh, it's Linda Blair. Because uh, and and I kept thinking it was Linda Blair all the way no, through. No, it's not
0: Linda Blair. No.
1: No, but she looks just like her. Anyway,
0: yeah,
1: well. I was pretty. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty amused by that whole thing. And then the other thing that was really interesting was the 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 Grove. I mean, he here he just kind of strolls in casually and eats a eats some of the fruit like mm. like like he belongs there.
0: Yeah, what a thief. What the hell, man? Yeah.
1: And So anyway, you can tell that he's going to sort of hunker down there and not, not mm. move on. But he is on his way to a town called Everett, California, to go to a hospital where they got an MRI yeah. that, that actually does something else radiologically.
0: Yeah, that, that, that was his main crutch for coming to this part of the, the state. No, there's, right. there's, this, there's this new machine, radio, radiotology, radiology machine, um, I'm assuming he thought I could help with his, uh, his affliction in terms of the radiation and how it measured and whatnot. But of course, along the way, he gets he gets shoehorned into this tale, all because he, you know, that becomes very friendly with you. He, he helps her back to the house after she seemingly passes out, and he just happens to notice that the serum that she's getting injected with isn't what it appears. It's red instead of clear. Yes, exactly. So that snowballs the whole chain of events as to why David kindly offers to stick around for a bit to try and get to the bottom of this uh, and whatnot. And at first he just thinks, oh, well, it's just a daft battle, actually, a nurse who who's gave her the wrong thing. That's fine. Takes a job, hangs around, and it's not until Will, William Daniels, good old Dr. Brentford, shows up and administers <laughs> the same thing and out in the open he realizes hang on there's something something smelled rotten in Denmark <laughs> uh, yeah
1: yeah so oh. so this this injection that he's that, that they're giving her mm-hmm. um, is not the the medicine for her legs or for her
0: It's it's, it's in well, it's, it's, not, it, it's all a smoke screen because technically she needed no medicine right. The stuff she's getting injected with is, is prohibiting her neurological system to believe that she can walk.
1: Yeah. So it's kind so of
0: it's kind of, uh, sort of over a, matter. Yeah. a super drug. Well, if you want to put it that way, in the 70s, yeah, it could have been some type of super drug. Yeah. Um, so we get to a situation where David's like, oh, hang on. Well, whoa, whoa. He doesn't know who who are the main players on in this thing. He, he takes his stepmother aside and goes, ah, uh, miss? Uh your doctor is poisoning your daughter. Unbeknownst to David, she's in on it. She's the ringleader. Yep. And she's after the big bucks. And because uh, yeah, she's no. actually is her,
1: she's like the quintessential evil step stepmother, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if, if this bitch was on dynasty, uh, maybe they would bat an eyelid. Um
1: Yeah, and, and if she, I mean, she was like the Cinderella evil stepmother that um,
0: happened. Lady Tremaine? Yeah, well, could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. But um, what I did find, and so, uh, you find this out as the story goes on, you also have the, the B subplot of Denny, Kelly's supposed boy, to- well, other half, I guess. I d I don't know. He was just he just played the jealous ogre all the time. It was hard to hard to gauge if they, if they were actually an item of or no. But um he unfortunately ended up on the wrong side of things, A, because uh the mother uh, enticed him to go get rid of David and uh well we have our first out because um Yeah. how him, him and his mates tried to rough him up a bit. Rawr. Well, there you go, yeah, yeah.
1: it was it was uh the full face and then
0: boom into green and then yeah, no, <clears throat> this is early, day, early, early days for the show but i've got to admit during this fight sequence i pissed myself laughing at certain parts i mean yep. there's even there's, 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 there's even ADR where guys are shouting no don't touch me before he's even touched them um uh. so i'm kind of like well <laughs> they, they either missed that in the editing or i had a bad copy you decide, <laughs> folks. So I uh, uh, your take on the first Hulk out and the demolition of Denny's place.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I I did like it. Of course, they've done better, and of course, you can yeah. see that they changed the wig and the Hulk's, you know, uh, forehead is a little too pronounced. Hmm. Yeah, uh, they c- didn't quite have it working <clears throat> in terms of his green, per se. Oh, you know, it does, to be fair. Um, you know that. Yeah, but the the paint was coming off. Also, with the bear, the bear was licking the paint that they
0: put on for it. <laughs> um, okay. so, so, uh, we'll get to the bear later. I've got to say about the bear. Um,
2: the um, yeah, I mean, again, you know, it. I mean, this works a little bit. Um, what, what
1: do you, you think know, of the fight
0: scene?
2: Yeah, the the fight scene was okay. I mean, I actually did enjoy it when they they kind of showed that the Hulk, even though he doesn't look eight feet tall. He pretty much is, and he was kind of slamming them into stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh. you know, after he got mad, uh, it was, you know, it was turning the tables on him.
1: Hmm. So to speak, Are lots you? of tables.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. See, a, of, Daniel, the, I,
0: I think at one point, the a set stairs as well, didn't he? Yeah, so, um, exactly.
2: so, I mean, yeah. that, that was kind of, you know, I mean, that was yeah. the other funny thing about The Incredible Hulk was it, it was good when they either tackled a, a heavy situation or mm. – they had a, a, it seemed like a very big cast. It wasn't, but it seemed like it. Hmm. So, yeah. That, yeah, so that that was actually good. Um, my
0: God, someone that's green, tables, ladders, and chairs, oh my, remind you of anything? Um, yeah Anyway. Uh, yeah, he's in the reboot of The Wizard of Oz. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. So uh, um, so this uh, uh, not only brings in support C of alerting Jack McGee and bringing him into the plot, We also, as a result of David Slash the Hulk fleeing this scene after beating up Denny and Cole, we're introduced to old Dan Tucker, as I call him. Michael, the hobo on the edge of the swamp. Yes. Uh, I really enjoyed this character. Um, I love these backstory. I love these hesitance to get involved. You found out why later on in in the tale, why he was really hesitant to get involved. You find out that he was the person who pulled Julie from the, the exploding boat, from the flames on the boat, which I thought was very noble. Um, yeah. but, but I really liked it, Michael, and he it comes through in the end. Uh, yeah,
1: what, so, what, what, just to add what, to what you're saying about Michael, he actually was like a, a really well-developed country character, hmm. unlike some of the other ones who are two-dimensional characters that you see later on in the series. Yeah, yeah. there like, are some other ones that are just like, you know.
0: Well, uh, well, we're getting introduced to Michael, and he's just your lovable old hobo on the edge of the swamp, likes his solitude, loves his whiskey, and he's roasting a chicken by a campfire. Fantastic. Saving <laughs> a little ditty while he's at it. he, he, he can't he grumble there. Um, and, of course, along comes the Hulk. And I, I, the quote of the episode for me, pink elephants is one thing, but this is something else. Brilliant! Absolutely loved it. I got a real chuckle with that. Um, I
1: bet you did. You, yeah. you, you personally, <laughs> <laughs>
0: real chuckle with that. So uh, I really enjoyed that. That's you know, awesome. The 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 interplay between him and the Hulk uh, by the campfire. You know, he scoffs the chicken bone, the leg bone chicken leg bones, and all. He get the bones. He had everything but the bones. Oh, he had the bone. <laughs> I can't emphasize how much I enjoyed Michael in this episode. And, of course, he attempts to let the old talk wash it with a spot of whiskey. And he spits out like a girl and runs away and buns the chicken because he spat it in the fire. What the hell? Eight foot tall, you can't handle well, your liquor, been some
1: good whiskey with that much yeah. fire. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. They don't call it fire water for nothing. Um, <laughs> Alex, your take on Michael?
2: Um, yeah, I mean it was, you know, it was good. Uh, he was a good actor. Um, very good actor. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, unfortunately, with the Hulk and the fire, it was a little bit, you know, reminded me right away of young Frankenstein. But, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, he I like the fact that, you know, the minute that, uh, what is it, David and what was her name, the, the girl that Julie. thought she, she could walk. Yeah, Julie. He, yeah. he kind of said, you know, stop at you two. Stop at you two, all the time. Mm. And, of course, he wasn't too bad with the uh, when he got bit later on with the rattlesnake. Mm. No.
0: Yeah, uh, again, too bad to that, but that. That was cool. So, yeah. I love Michael. I love Mister Michael on this one, man. Um, So David uh, then, you know, comes back and introduces himself to Michael, gets a fresh set of clothes and uh, is on his merry way again. And at this point we proceed to the hospital, which David was initially in search of. Where he not only doubles down on his efforts, whereby he has a look at the radiation machine in question, uh, to see how, how, you know, how how all the mechanics and all of that works. Uh, he then takes it upon himself to uh, visit the good doctor's office. And steal Julie's file.
1: Oh, sorry. Put,
0: pull out some files. <laughs> put, put, pull out some files and whilst there, fall into a state of serendipity by hiding in the closet as stepmama and dodgy doctor come in, and unveil and blow their whole plan while he's listening. Oh dear, your thoughts, folks.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Um, yeah, the the the, sur- the surreptitious file stealing was great. It was, uh, you know, it, it was exactly what the doctor ordered. <laughs>
0: ah, the, the the adapted X-rays. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: the the doctored X-rays and uh, and he. He's on his way out of this thing, out of the the hospital. Well,
0: he was, but he's spotted. And then a a little car chase ensues back to Griffin Manor, um, where he happens to get there first. Tries to say, hey, Joey, you're being drugged here. A couple more injections. I got got, got,
1: got fired.
0: A a, a few more injections and you're no longer going to be here, kid. You know, you have got to believe me. Yeah, yeah. A few slaps in the face later and a few barricading of the door and oh wait, big little white guy is now the big green guy again. Yep. Um
1: he get he gets he gets hulky and uh rah, and and he He
0: gets hulky, uh, okay. yes. Yeah
1: and and uh and he he goes and uh and he he, he has to what? push like the bed he kept pushing. He pushed all the furniture against the
0: the doors yeah. I, I, inevitably when the hulk shows up, you know destruction of property inevitably follows. and yeah. that's what happened to Joey's bedroom here um initially way to stop the other guys coming in the room and then oh wait a minute, we need a form of escape okay, let's throw something through a window and you know, let's jump to the to the ground and yeah he didn't jump slot. through the window he jumped through the wall beside the window yeah yeah, yeah, he jumped from the roof though. Um,
1: yeah, That's He jumped true.
0: on the roof, and then it was a case of, oh, here comes mom and Dr. Do- no, it's a Dr. Doolittle, uh, Dr. William Daniels, Daniel Williams, you know, uh, William Daniels, <laughs> oh, Kepfe Night Rider, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, so, off into the swamp they go, and that sets up your final act for this uh, two-hour-long epic. But before we get to that, what did you think of this portion of the tale, guys?
2: Um... Yeah, I mean, it was a little. That was slightly silly, but then again, you know, how are they going to do it otherwise with the plot?
0: So it's a middle act, a middle act, isn't
2: it? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't really do much with the plot. Um, I mean, it's kind of sad that they're trying to poison her in a way and make her lose her legs. But no, they're trying
0: to oh. that. Alex. They're trying to bump her off. They want the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Um, so. But. It's interesting. I mean, everybody. In a way, you know, everybody played their role great here. Um you know. They watch really well for if you ask me. Um
1: really yeah, I, all... I agree. It was really well done. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No,
0: you're all right. Uh when you go. Well,
1: no, um, I just think it was really well done. Like like the like even discount Linda Blair. You know, she she, her name she she. She, she looks so man. pathetic. Yeah. She looks so sweet and so innocent, and
0: yeah.
1: and I just love. I, I you know, it was so cool. But anyway.
0: Okay, and if Waterfringe's lawyers happen to ever hear this, you have no discount the they blur. Um <laughs> But uh, 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 Julie did get a wee bit pathetic towards the end of it. I can't stand up. I can But again, empathy. You know, that's just. Yeah. Par for the course. Mind over matter. But anyway, can we what sets up the finale for the third act for this tale for our intrepid doctor and his green demon, uh, Mr. Hyde? Um, I am um, off into the swamp they go. And then David obviously met- metamorphosizes back into his normal self. That inevitable conversation happens. Meanwhile. Julie sees it and so does Michael. Yes, yes, but again, that's, you're jumping a bit like a grasshopper there, so. Oh, um, sorry. You get the inevitable conversation initially between Julie and David, and then it's okay, right, we're going to get to this rangers station at the other end of the swamp. I've got your poison here. Your ducted x-rays are stuffed in your bed mattress. We've got to alert the authorities. Unbeknownst to them... There's some- uh, what was the stepmother's name again? Was it Deborah? Yeah. Hmm. She's setting her gun to where. Dorothy, sorry. Uh, oh, Dorothy, my bad. See, I knew there was something else. About the no, no, the no, no I'm her.
1: sorry. That, that's the actress's name. Her oh. name is Margaret.
0: All right. You know what? Whatever her name is, we apologize, folks. We kind of keep track of everything. Um, she's uh, basically sitting at the mansion. Lord, this of the man with an open checkbook saying, go find that shit, take the dogs, go in the swamp, and make sure they don't come out alive. Um, so, yeah,
1: they like, send dogs after her.
0: Yeah, that was a little rough, wasn't it? Um,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> a bit rough. <laughs> mm,
0: uh, those uh, poor dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, that's
1: hilarious.
0: hmm what can I say? So, yeah, so the dogs are out with of the henchmen, meanwhile you've got the other fella, um, I can't remember his name, flying the chopper, trying to cut him off at the pass as well, but before we even get to all that, we're around to good old Michael again, Julie recognises him as the person who pulled him from the burning boat that unfortunately took the life of a dead father, and he's very reluctant to help out again, he's just, no, no, not doing it, don't want to get involved, keep the hell away from me. But he does, it at the very least, point him in the, the direction of the ranger station. Seven miles through the swamp, yada, yada, yada.
1: And he uh, and he points him and then he goes away.
0: Then he goes away. Or so you think. Because here comes the part of the story where there was portions there I just found completely freaking absurd. We uh, descend into the swamp for a few miles. The dogs are giving chase. Uh, Margaret is on Ever on contact with her henchmen via radio, and just when you think they're going to get caught because Julie's a lazy bitch and won't walk, oh, up pops Michael again and decides, okay, I'll be your tour guide, I'll narrate you, let's go. They then come up with the, the suggestion to, okay, we've got to get off land, we've got to get into the river so that we can lose the scent for the dogs. Okay, that's fine, I can, I can handle that thus far. Here's the bit that becomes completely absurd, absurd rather. Into the river they go. They move a few feet and then they encounter gentle freaking Ben, the yep. big bear. Yeah, yes, yep. the, bi- the big brown bear. Before my take on this is getting out. What did you think of the big brown bear and how it was handled via a Hulk out?
2: Um, yeah, if it's with the bear, that that was actually uh, funny. And then he changed really? underwater, so mm-hmm. that that was actually kind of amusing. Uh, I, I guess the only other thing is throwing the bear like it was a javelin
0: or a football. That's the bad that pissed me off. Yeah, the, that, that was I, funny, but I didn't think it was realistic. No, no, <laughs> now, I, I get transforming underwater, I get wrestling the bear, I get even defeating the bear, yeah. but they hoist it above your head then throw it a javelin, and then it just flops out the river and walks away. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, that was kind of know.
1: Kind
2: the of daft. Was, you it, ask was me. this where his paint kept get getting licked up? What's this now? Yeah, yeah, this is the so, so yeah, it was, uh, I mean, again, yeah, you know, but uh, I'm surprised they had the budget to get a real bear. Um, I'm but yeah.
0: They got to go, work with the freaking bear. It must have been really um, know, but, right. yeah, well trained. Um, yeah. So, a really well trained bear. Um, I just hope that paint tastes like applesauce. Oh. Um, Sir, your view on the bear?
1: Okay, well, I thought it was uh, great, but it was a um, this time, you know, it was a good fight. It was lots of uh, lots of wrestling. It wasn't like there wasn't clawing or anything, so mm. that that kind of effect wasn't used. But yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the catapult of the bear across the 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 thing. The swampy area was just so. Ho- I mean, I agree with you, you fellows. Yeah, it was, it
0: was, it it, was, it, it was funny, but it was it, it was funny, but it was stupid. If you ask me, um, I my only other gripe with that scene though was the, the the length of time it took for the Hulk. I mean, you, the, the, the amount of wrestling David actually done with mean, the thing. You think a bear by that time would have snapped a normal guy's neck? Um, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, know. good
0: point. You, you know, like, um, can we speed this up a bit? You're gonna kill the main actor there, guys. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. We need we need the big green guy, <laughs> Pronto. Yeah, uh, you know, but well, that's what it was. I suppose you had time to kill. So, after, you know, uh, Lou Regno wins the gold medal for javelin and a Bear. Um, <laughs> we, um, we cut to uh, the scene with Michael and the rattlesnake. Because they're walking along got some more, and uh, well, while the Hulk's carrying Julie, he gets bit by the snake, which leads to a very great great and frank exchange if you ask me between both Michael and Julie, where they dad wanted to both their backstories. You find out that Michael had a son who fought in Vietnam, where he obtained the medal from that he always wears around his neck, and he's feeling yeah,
1: guilty, which is perfect because a lot yeah. of a lot of the fellows were. Coming home from Vietnam um in seventy five and this yeah, is right,
0: 2007? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it's a couple of years before the, uh, before the, the, this aired. So yeah, it oh, yeah. made sense. Yeah. Um but I as, as I say, I found it interesting, you had the both beef sides of the coin, you had Julie's story and you had Michael's story, all within this wee bit of interplay. So that was really, really interesting. Meanwhile, David started there growing like a big cucumber. Uh, trying to decide if he's the Hulk or if he's David. Finally, <laughs> the big gringo disappears, and we find out that Joey's done no bad job extracting some rattlesnake poison from Michael's leg. Um, your thoughts on this scene, guys?
1: Yeah, it was uh, really folksy and fun, and yeah. uh, the like sucking the poison out of the leg was... Really, uh, oh,
0: with the aid of the whiskey,
1: mean, with the aid of the whiskey and the and the tourniquet with the of the metal, that was mm. that was interesting. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah interesting indeed. Oh, actually, have you in this one?
2: Um, um yeah, um, yeah, I, I did like the quicksand part as well. That that was kind of fun. We'll get to that, but that that, that was a fun part. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, I mean, for a TV movie, that this isn't bad.
0: Excellent. So, uh, Michael, at this point, decides to, for, for the time being, put ties with her travel explorers. Um, he tries to basically become the decoy for Margaret's lackeys and their dogs who are in hot pursuit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, to, get, to get him down to the river, he, you know, he ducks his head underwater, he's got the wee green uh, plant thing and he's blowing air and the dogs As a result, set the wrong way for a brief period until we get to the aforementioned which Alex mentioned a few minutes ago, the quicksand scene. It's basically the last hurdle for our intrepid explorers throughout the the whole swamp of this part of the episode. And unbeknownst to them, we have some quicksand underneath the water. And it's at this point where David's sinking. And and Julie won't stand up, though, is he, bitch? Um, Julie
1: needed to reach up and grab a tree and help David out of the quicksand because she he wouldn't her out.
0: Mm. And she couldn't do it. David gets pissed. The green haze comes down. The big green fella's there. He's pissed. He's stomping about. He's thrashing in the quicksand. And then he begins to sink, and she'll still no stand up. I'm like, what the hell, woman? Give them a hand, man. You can't even just sit there and be, sit there and self-pity. You've been told. It's all, it's all in your mind. Mind over matter. Oh, man. If I hear the words, I can't, I can't, I can't one more time, I'm going to blow my brains out. Okay. Um, but eventually, thank God, thank you writers, she stands up, she reaches up, and she gets a branch to the big green fella. Guys, your thoughts on this scene?
1: Well, that was a pretty like small branch for such a
0: big fella. That was another thing I found ridiculous, but what can you do? Yeah, you had to go with what you did.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, it was th- these are great scenes, you know. Hmm. It just, it, I guess it, since it was all written by Ken, Kenneth Ken. Johnson, you know, yep. the producer. This is this is really close to his his. You know, best vision for it. So that was fun. Yeah, it was
0: good. Alex, you intimated you enjoyed this scene. Um,
1: Um, yeah, like I said,
2: it it's a good TV movie. Um, I probably would have edited a little bit more. Like I said, throwing the bear like it's a a football or Mm. whatever—that was definitely silly. What
1: about the quicksand?
2: Yeah, the quicksand was good. Uh, that was kind of interesting. How the
0: Hulk seemed very confused. Ah, Oh yeah. Okay, so basically, what ends up happening here is, is, out comes the big fella, and there's one thing that I forgot to mention throughout this whole thing, and he he does it several times. They avoid the quitsand, whereas the dogs and the lackeys can't buy his super jump lights, one of the super freaking Mario brothers. He must have done that about five times throughout this whole movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mario and Luigi have got nothing on the Incredible help, man. I'll tell you. Uh, we we jump in like this. It was uh, it was different, but th- th- this isn't this enabled them to avoid the quicksand. To which point they move on to what you believe is the outskirts of the ranger station, and we meet our final obstacle: good old chopper Dave and his helicopter. Yep. Um, we have some bullets flying, and it was taking it rather easily, if you ask me. The chopper scene before we go to the ranger station, guys.
1: Well, um, yeah, he throws he throws a big stump at the at the thing, and it and the the back rotor breaks off mm. after after such a long chase, where you see the you see it, and there's some parallel editing and everything, mm. and you see the chopper and you see the chopper, and the, and you just know that it's getting closer, and then it gets close, and since he's still big and green, he throws this great big clump of 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 tree stump at it, and hmm. the back rotor breaks, and the thing falls to the ground.
0: And that is essentially that the last, the last obstacle for uh, trepid explorers, for the swamp wand. Yep. Um, we just have the initial farewell scene between Julie and with Arigno's Hulk. Where, I don't know, for some reason, it, it gave me vibes of Swamp Thing, the first movie where He's hiding. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know why. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know. Um, yeah. You, you 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 got to go hide there. Uh, there. Go on. Yeah. Go hide out there,
1: there. Isn't that Danny?
0: DC? Yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yeah. The, the Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so it's. And ironically, that movie, where that scene is taken from, wouldn't be out for another four years. Uh, prior to this. So maybe that took homage for this. Who knows? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So now oh, it's the. Uh, I got to go see the cops. You go hide in the bushes, soon. Uh, Where do you want to score this? No, 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 no. no, no, no. The scene
2: yeah.
1: with the cops and the and the helicopter and everything.
2: Uh, yeah, that was another thing. I didn't know if that was realistic. Uh, the Hulk playing, uh, you know, talk about the Olympics.
0: Yeah, frisbee. not only throw yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, not only can he throw bears, but he can he can destroy helicopters in ten seconds uh, from from the ground. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, they had to resolve the story somehow, and mm-hmm. I guess they had the money for stunts, I guess. Uh, there
0: you go. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so the Hulk goes off into the bushes. Julie goes off to the ranger station. Jack McGee has, has had no luck here whatsoever. He obviously showed up in town, wanting not he? Mm-hmm. You know, get his usual uh, lead on the story. But as you find out, um, no one's for talking, and you, you basically find him hanging out at the local sheriff's office drinking coffee. When well, know this transpires, so uh, no luck there for Jack McGee. Um, much to his chagrin. But we, really, as I say, second story end. So the inevitable conclusion to this one is, folks, we uh, can walk again. Step Margaret and dastardly Doctor have been arrested for their heinous crimes. I could have I could have gotten away with it if it wasn't that meddling Hulk. Yeah, there you go. Fuck you, Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I must confess, and good old Michael now has a, a job, a purpose in life, and he apparently has a spare room in the Griffiths estate. So I'm assuming that by the end of this, he's, I'm assuming he's like, if no financial advisor, then personal advisor, something along yeah, yeah. those lines. So yeah, and so basically Jack McGee shows up, She's, says, okay, what happened to the big green fella who uh, ran off with you? Oh, I died in some quicksand. And that's not the answer that Jack wanted to hear. So, uh, Michael had to take him out of that room and say, "Yeah, you come with me, fella." Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, he gave old Jack some whiskey, and he. Um, we also have the scene at the end where David actually undergoes the treatment within the radiation machine.
1: Yeah, um, it, it was just basically an MRI, not, but it wasn't noisy like an MRI was. No, so it no. was obvious but, that 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 they they took the. The concept of an MRI mm-hmm. yeah. and
0: put it into this. Yes. You know, well, what, what 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 does, what what initially does is is it, uh, leaves you in suspense until next week because you don't even David doesn't know right after bat if it's worked or not. Of course, we know in hindsight it's no worked, but you don't know that watching this for the first time until we go into episode three and that next how cute atoms. Yes, him it's worked, but he did leave it open by saying I don't know. So right there you go um of course Kiwi, you know asked him to hang around and but you know with with that pesky mr mcgee forever in the shadows and as he mentioned he was unable to testify as to whether he or the hulk did actually kill someone Yep. he has, he has to keep on moving and so he you know much to chagrin he leaves gets on that bus, and we hear that melodramatic music. That's <laughs> yeah. A sad man.
1: But this time it wasn't walking. He wasn't no, walking. Was
0: no, exactly, yeah. He
1: was on a Which, bus, yeah. yeah.
0: No hitchhiking yet. We're too early in the, in the, in the run for that. But um, yep. obviously the, the series wouldn't go to, to, you know, the show wouldn't go to series until the episode after this. With, um, yeah, we're off to the races with regards to this show. And, yeah. Um, an interesting uh, second movie, and so yeah. sec- I don't know why it's called a second pilot. To be fair, because it's essentially just a, a second movie before the TV show began. Yeah. Do you do you no, want? It, it, Go ahead. No, I, as I say, I don't know why it's referred to a second pilot because it doesn't exactly rehash what 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 went before with regards to the first movie. So no, it's Kind of weird why totally they call it different.
1: a second pilot.
0: Yeah. It's it's just a you know it's a second movie. And we're off to the races with Bill Birchby, Luthor Regno, and this five-season epic. Mm-hmm. And with that, guys, we have tread every board possible with this uh, story.
1: Yeah. Um, would you, like Sorry, to, if we, would
0: you like to give uh, it, like, a number or a letter? We, yes, I will in a minute. I'm just saying, I can only apologise if we've spoiled it all for you by going through as much of it as possible, but there's no set formats for these type of shows when you're filling in for the regular host. We hope this is the frack's liking. And before we close the show this evening, guys, would you like to give us either a letter, a number, or a thumbs up or thumbs down? Let's, let's give it a letter.
1: What would you yeah. give it? Um... Well, I'd say a B. Yeah. B.
0: B is a good number letter for me, too. A B is a good number. Thank God this podcast isn't sponsored by Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will go a little higher. I'll get a B I really enjoyed this. I thought the uh, Lauren Prince, who played Julie was phenomenal, and I loved Miss and Michael. And the leads are fantastic, too. So with me and my glee and my bottle of whiskey, it simply <laughs> leaves me to say... Be as to yourself, folks, and Sue. Don't help out, Rar. Brother. See you <laughs> next time, folks. Yeah. Good night.